It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. What's up, Heard That Nation? Y'all have asked, and you've asked, and you've asked, and it's finally open. The Heard That With Marisa online store at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I got the merch. Finally happened. Swaggy tees, amazing hats, other kinds of different merchandise that I got on there. Check it out today. Thank you for supporting your girl. Uh, Fill up a shopping bag with all kinds of stuff. Give away as gifts or keep it for yourself. All kinds of amazing swag and merchandise. Check it out today. Heard that with Marisa.com. I appreciate your support. One of the amazing things that I love to do with my time, I love working out and serving in the community. And through that time, I have met some amazing people and I have met some extraordinary kids. And the one thing, believe it or not, that kids love and ask for is books. Because many of them I found that they, they absolutely love reading, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I am so proud that I've met an incredible man uh, by the name of Trevor Romaine, and he is an author. He's an illustrator that has the most amazing, amazing literature for kids and for educators and for teachers, as well as parents. You have to check out his books. You have to check out his digital downloads. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. If you go to TrevorRomain.com, uh, T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-M-A-I-N, no E at the end.com. Check out all of his materials that he has, all his books, all his literature and digital downloads. You can save 15%. All heard that listeners. If you check it out, save 15% at the end of your checkout. Use the code heard that H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T and save 15%. You, I'm telling you what, it is some of the best materials out there that can help children and families become happier, healthier, and more confident. So use the code heard that save 15% off at trevorromaine.com today. What's up, heard that nation listening in the United States and around the world. You are listening now to the heard that with Marisa Tigney podcast. If you're watching now on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. So you stay in the know of all the guests and all the video latest videos that are coming out on this channel. He is the voice of the capital city where I represent Lansing, Michigan, the 517 capital city, baby on Mitten Mayhem Radio 89.7. He's an actor. And for all you Michigan State Spartan fans, he's a diehard fan. So I know you're going to enjoy him well. 
known in the entertainment world as Ward Skills. And he has a lot of skills that he has done in his wonderful, soon to be expanded career. Cause I know that he's gonna take it more to the top uh, in 2022, but otherwise known as Ward Beard. Ward, welcome to the Heard That Podcast. Thank you. How you been? I've been excellent. Thank you so much. I did. Uh, we did talk off air before we came on there. We were talking about your Michigan State Spartans and Ward knows uh, that I am a Michigan fan diehard. So anytime yeah. that the the East Lansing faithful come and, uh, you know, amazing blue makes green. Ah, uh, listen, on. there you go. Already starting like six come seconds on. into the podcast. Here you go. <laughs> Let's Here you get go. That out the way. <laughs> Well, I want to get your thoughts because this week is the, the NFL draft and uh, a well-known athlete from uh, Michigan State that pretty much took it to my team by himself, literally, Kenneth Walker III, is in the draft, declared for the draft. Um, and he's one of those staple pieces that came out of Michigan State. And Mel Tucker, I want to hear your thoughts because you got Mel Tucker. They threw the bag at him. Uh, I think it was 90-something million dollars that they ended up giving him and people were laughing about it. But in his two years that he's been on this team, he's literally has turned this team around, uh, you know, transfers yeah. that came through the transfer portal, accepted them. And whatever kind of mojo that he has with this team, the students there, the, the athletes there are buying into the program. Um, you know, like I said, Kenneth Walker III is coming out into the NFL draft. Like, give me your thoughts about where do you think that he will land, like what round per se, and who will be a great fit? And other half of that question being, you know, football is going to be coming up real soon in the fall. What does the Spartans yeah. look uh, looking to you? How, how, well, how strong did they look uh, coming into the fall season? Um, they finished a little better than, you know, they finished a little better than I probably thought, you know what I mean? Um, Walker, you know, he took a break towards the end of the season and a lot of people were kind of mad at him for that, but, you know, I wasn't really tripping like that, you know, right. so it probably was a good decision for him to sit out and, you know, try to be in the best shape he could be for, you know, for when he was getting ready for, you know, the GoPro, so. I think personally he's gonna do pretty good. I think uh I'm not sure where he's gonna go, like when he's gonna go. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I mm -hmm. I I don't know. But I think uh somebody needs to pick him up closer to home. You know what I'm saying? I'd be mm -hmm. I'd be glad to see him somewhere close. Uh you know, like I wish the Lions were doing their thing, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I would love to see something like that, but Right, right. And the hopefully perfect, the Lions the will have... World, you know what I mean? Exactly. And I hope the Lions have a smart draft. You know, they are a good amount of picks. Obviously, they know they're number two this year. Um, and looking yeah. at someone that is close to home on our side of the fence of the Maize and Blue, Aiden Hutchinson, because there's just talk swirling around possibly if the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to pick him up at number one or they're looking at uh, another possible pick um, to have Aiden Hutchinson slide down. Who knows? Uh, but that is interesting that you did bring up that point that there is a, a lot of talks, especially on social media, that they want Kenneth Walker III. Hopefully he does stay closer to home. But yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of teams out there, you know, running backs is uh, few or far between because you'll see them usually slide down. The past couple of drafts have seen them um, slide down into the drafts about the second or third round because a lot of the teams are building up their defense or getting those key pieces on offense or they're getting a quarterback. Um so that'd be interesting to see how, how well, how far, hopefully about second, I was thinking second, maybe third round because of the, the massive talent that he is. 
But you're 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 Michigan State Spartans, and I know you're. They are looking pretty strong going into the fall season. Pretty much one of the favorites. Um, they weren't listening to the projected top ten, where they're in the twenty five, round about the fourteen, fifteen ranked range. Uh, looking at their schedule, um, what do you? What are your thoughts? about going into it because like I said Mel Tucker the coach Mel Tucker has been absolutely uh phenomenal especially against uh my squad the past two uh Jim Harbaugh's 0-2 against them but um on the outside looking in and you being a Spartan fan what do you project for your guys going into the fall well I'm hoping that they do better than last year of course Mm -hmm. um I haven't saw the schedule so I couldn't tell you in detail um how I think they're really going to come in at Mm -hmm. at this point I'd have to take a look at it but um, football wise, it seems like they, you know, been getting better. Of course, Mel Tucker's been, he's been doing his thing since he's came like as a, as a typical, uh, you know, local fan of Michigan state, you know, I don't hear too many complaints about him, you know, mm-hmm. and when you, when you're at home and you're around other, you know, fans that, that, that go green, they're going to talk about the program and how it's going and, Mm-hmm. You know, the people that I really normally bump into really don't have too many bad things to say about Mel Tucker. I think the fan base is more dedicated than ever than I've seen in the past several, several That's years. Yeah, I mean, yeah. would you agree? Because even though oh, the yeah, Dan Tony was there for so many years, I think more so you're seeing a lot of no, no longer fair weather to Michigan State fans. You're seeing a lot of, of support now more than ever. Uh, from, uh, you know, Coach, again, that came from the uh, University of Colorado to this program. And like I said, the short time that he's been in there, he's making some some positive changes to the program. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, Spartan spirits starting to become kind of trendy. You know what I mean? People Mm -hmm. who don't even watch sports or care about sports are dressing up in Michigan State stuff. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Going back to their, 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 true cause of being fans in the first place you yeah. growing up in in michigan and in lansing a capital city and that's where you know i'm from as well um give us a little background of you know what what it was like for you growing up in, in lansing and then now you know and we i said it at the the top in the introductions of you hosting this amazing show now uh, mitt and mayhem radio where did music for you growing up uh, become an integral part you know when did you fall in love was there a particular artist particular group uh that you uh, to this day you still uh have a love for that inspired you to go on this musical journey and be where you are at in radio okay well this might sound kind of funny but I really got turned out to hip-hop from you know being around my dad and and uh you know stealing his cassette tapes you know my dad he used to write around <laughs> my dad he used to write around the Dr. Dre chronic album and Mm -hmm. doggy style and you know a lot of death row records and Mm -hmm. you know Tupac and stuff like that so you know as a kid DJ quick you know what I mean so these these type of guys I was listening to and I was hearing these guys kind of on accident just because I was you know around when he he was probably playing you know what I mean right so I fell in love with them with you know with west coast hip-hop um uh I was listening to, you know, anything I could really get my hands on around that mm-hmm. time. So, you know, that's kind of how I really got turned on to it. Um, I was, you know, messing around with music in elementary school and 
it's just always been something that you know that I that I love to do. I, mm-hmm. You know, first grade, I was I started off. Uh, I played the violin in first grade. Like I always had my hands. Oh, for on, real? Yeah, always had my hands on some sort of type of instrument. You okay. Know? So you know, keyboard and every my I'm I'm distracted. My daughter just came down here. Come here. <laughs> Say hi. Hello. Come on. Come on. She want to be nervous now. We Say got hi. we got we got a special guest on there. Hi, sweetheart. How are you? For those that are not watching, she got her hands hi. covered. Hi. <laughs> All right, Zay, go back upstairs. <laughs> Gotta love it. You know, people that want to make their debut on the podcast, that's all right. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, but as a as a kid, I was I was involved in a lot of uh musical things. So mm-hmm. I was playing keyboard and playing instruments. Zaya, come on up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> so, even even throughout even outside of that um listening to the music that my dad you know was playing i kind of got turned on to, to music and i figured mm-hmm. out ways to to stay involved so mm-hmm. um i'm from south side lansing i went to luton elementary school do represent I represent the south side ladies and gentlemen south side of lansing yes sir yeah, so, <laughs> I took, I, so i you know um basically through school mm-hmm. i was in the band sixth grade you know a lot of people don't know these type of things. I've been involved in some sort of type of music for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always just been kind of active and just figured out ways to move around. And I've done, you know, now I'm doing radio and. So, so t- take me through that too, because um, so many people that I have filtered through the podcast and listening and a lot of listeners and the feedback that I get are you know, inspired, inspiring DJs or those that have just gotten into radio or going to school to go into radio and everything else. Where did your journey begin as far as that? Because you listed as your dad having those, that kind of music that was, you know, in, embedded in your DNA that you fell in love with hip hop and, and, and rap. So where did it, uh, did you think in your mind, you know what, I want to be a part of the radio family. You know, I want to contribute my voice into that. And then take me through also something that I really appreciate what you're doing with Mid Mayhem. And ladies and gentlemen, he founded this uh, radio uh, program that he has going on. You spotlight um, up and coming artists. Artist, and, and I appreciate that and I applaud that because many of them don't know where to go to to get their music recognized. You know, they're handing out, or you and I growing up back in the day, people were like, had all their tapes in the trunk of the car and handing out CDs and that sort of thing and everything else. You give an opportunity for those that want to have everybody listen to their music and get that feedback. You know, you have that connection, have that link to where they can, you know, email you or send you uh, their songs and give them a spotlight, a moment on your, your program. So take me through all of that as well on how you came up with that uh, kind of format. Okay. Uh, well, I've always been involved with radio, TV, film. Um, we had a telecommunications class that we took in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, since, since then, I went to college and majored in telecommunications. I went, uh, I'm a graduate of Alabama A&M University. Shout out to Alabama uh, A&M, AA. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I took telecommunications uh, courses in Alabama, uh, Mm -hmm. graduated. 
And when I first graduated, I applied for radio, TV, film jobs, a whole bunch of them, CBS, the mm-hmm. HBO, all type of crazy. Zay, come on now. So <laughs> I am so sorry. My good daughter. That's okay. <laughs> Zay, Zay, his daughter, beautiful little girl. She, she be, little, she's we'll see making in her in and out minute. spotlight yeah. debuts right, in between here. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It happens. It happens. Definitely. I'm at home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, where was I? Uh AM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I took radio TV film production classes. Uh I graduated, applied for a bunch of jobs. It was um recession around that time. Mm-hmm. I applied for a bunch of jobs, no calls. You know what I mean? It was right. real tight, real crazy around then. Uh, so around that time, um, I ended up, uh, I took a radio gig here in Lansing, um, mm-hmm. over at power and I was, you know, working over at power, but I always had, um, my own vision of, you know, coordinating and doing my own show. Mm-hmm. So really I had all these ideas and I had a lot of things going on. I had, you know. I had great relationships in the in the hip hop community around here, um, you know, with other artists and other people, you know, active and not just in Lansing, but you know, also kind of you know the state of Michigan and other areas as well. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> with me knowing I had these resources, I just started coming up with these different visions, like, yo, what if I did my own radio show? You know what I mean? So I basically uh, cooked up some sort of plan. And uh, I ended up contacting uh, the guys over at the LCC station. Mm-hmm. Uh, LC- LCC was um, at the time doing um, it's a nonprofit college radio station. So their programs are, you know, they kind of create their own, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I basically went over to them and presented an idea that I wanted to have a, a hip hop show that highlights uh, lo- local and Michigan based um hip hop artists. So I wasn't really sure how they were going to take that or how they were going to really feel that idea because really that station um didn't really play too much hip hop at all. They had uh maybe one or two shows but um it really wasn't uh for the type of records that I was really had in mind to plan. Right. That wasn't really happening, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I set up a meeting with the operations uh manager over there. And um, I sat down with them and I basically let them know what was on my mind and what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I told him exactly what the plan was, what I wanted to do. And uh, surprisingly, he, he said that is exactly what they were looking for. Wow. So, yeah, but that's when, it, that's when the hard part kicks in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because once he granted me the idea of making this, of, of once he granted me um, the opportunity to do this show, mm-hmm. he says, all right, well, since you don't have a program already, you're going to have to, you're going to have to uh, create the program of your show. You know what I mean? Right. So that's when it got wild because he wouldn't let me get on the air. I was currently over at power. So I was already on the air over there doing um, mm-hmm. Saturday nights. So once I get, access to the LCC show, he tells me I can't get on the air until I have 
X amount of songs programmed into the, you know, into the system. And oh, it was wow. Quite a bit. Yeah. So once he said, yeah, you can do it, didn't mean it's about to start like that. Right. You I had, had to, to do the work. I had to start watering the seed. You know what I mean? Right. right. So, you know, I ended up getting maybe almost half of the amount of songs that he wanted. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I hit contacted him again, like, man, I don't got everything, but I'm almost there. Well, come on, man. Let me go. Right. And so he ended up uh, eventually, maybe, I say maybe about a month and some change, maybe two months after he had said I could do the show, he finally gave me a date to um, <laughs> go on air for the first time. That's incredible. So the person that you had contact with the LCC, for those that are watching and listening, they're not familiar with uh, Lansing, Michigan, that's Lansing Community College uh, that he had the, went and had that meeting with. So how many songs did he tell you that you needed to have to get the opportunity to do, you know, put your vision into reality? I believe it was was it 150 songs? Oh, wow. It could have been been 150 records that I had to have just to get started. Okay. You know, and with me having other things going on in the process of that, Mm -hmm. you know, what it takes to get those songs put in, Mm -hmm. um, I already knew right away it's going to take a while. So that's why I was like, dang, I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I ended up, you know, figuring it out the best way that I could. And I ended up launching um, in October of 2016, 15, 2015. Okay. Yep. So almost seven years. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, LCC ended up selling the radio station back in February. Mm. Yeah. So my on-air radio show went, went dark basically. Um, okay. on the station. So, uh, I'm still active, you know, doing outside media things. Um, you know, I still do the interviews and the mm-hmm. freestyles and all of that. Everything's still active. You know, I mm-hmm. haven't missed a beat, but yeah, LCC ended up uh, selling this station to, um, to another, uh, company not too long ago. Oh, wow. Well, let, let's go back there because you said you continued on everything else. Uh, when, you know, they, they made that sale and, and your show was like kaput for that moment of time. Did you think in yourself, you're like, okay, I've gone this far, I downloaded these songs, I presented myself to have this opportunity, and then all now all of a sudden this happens, maybe I need to go in a different direction, or did you just say, you know, what, I'm going to stick with it because I got something going on here. I don't know where it's going to elevate me yet, but I got something that I'm going to continue on with Mitten Mayhem with or without the support now from, you know, Lansing Community College and their radio. Yeah, well, I didn't really, I didn't really miss a beat when that happened because mm-hmm. I was already, uh, you know, my, mo- my momentum was already up and I was, I'm already okay. back, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. the, the, the on-air radio show, the FM show was basically a bonus to what I was already doing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't you go anywhere. The Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast will be right back after a brief pause to hear from our sponsor. One of the amazing things that I love to do with my time, I love working out and serving in the community. And through 
that time I have met some amazing people and I've met some extraordinary kids. And the one thing, believe it or not, that kids love and ask for is books. Because many of them I found that they, they absolutely love reading, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I am so proud that I've met an incredible man uh, by the name of Trevor Romaine. And he is an author. He's an illustrator that has the most amazing, amazing literature for kids and for educators and for teachers, as well as parents. You have to check out his books. You have to check out his digital downloads. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. If you go to trevorromain.com, uh, T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-M-A-I-N, no E at the end.com, check out all of his materials that he has, all his books, all his literature and digital downloads. You can save 15%. All heard that listeners, if you check it out, save 15% at the end of your checkout. Use the code heard that H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T and save 15%. You, I'm telling you what, it is some of the best materials out there that kid help children and families become happier, healthier, and more confident. So use the code heard that save 15% off at trevorromaine.com today. And welcome back to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. And there's other ways like, you know, podcasts and there's other type of, there's other type of broadcasting um, avenues. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really feel like I missed a beat by that happening. That's good. Even even, it was, it was great though, because, you know, I was able to bring all types of different awareness to my show and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I would, I would mix I would mix like street records with politics. Like I'd have, like I play underground street records all night, but my special guest would be a, a political candidate or something like that. You know what I mean? Wow. So I'll have, um, like I've interviewed some, some state representatives, some attorneys. Uh, I don't know if you remember uh, Shri Tanadar who, who was running for governor. Yeah, I do. I absolutely do. Mm-hmm. I had Tanadar come on my show one night uh, at like midnight. You knew he was hungry. He came on, he came to, he came on my show on the air on a Saturday night at midnight to talk to me. So I Oh really, my goodness. I, that had to blow your mind <laughs> <laughs> at midnight. Yeah. Came through and I played and I was playing the grimiest street records. They're all clean. I can't play no, no dirty records on the, on the air, but I was playing like, you know, the content is like the content of, of the music that I was playing. I blended it up, but you know, a large portion of it was like, you know, grimy underground mm-hmm. street records. Mm-hmm. So to play those and bring in that type of demographic who likes that type of music, um, it was, it was, it was a cheat sheet to feed them information that they probably wouldn't get on that same platform. You get what I'm saying? So I was bringing a lot of people in that like these type of records and don't really, you know, are, are really involved in politics. And now mm-hmm. I just slide it in on them. So they hadn't really no choice, but to get that. Right. Out. Right. So, you know, so- I've had this type of public people come through and uh, share that type of stuff. That'd be absolutely mind blowing. In- you still connecting with the city and, you know, the people and, you know, some well-known people, some representatives that you said, but you had also connected as well. And I'm sure you have with also, you know, well-known famous people, uh, actors and so forth. And you have dabbled a little bit into acting yourself. So how in the world did that start with you catching the acting bug? 
my first my first acting gig that I that I got was I believe in 2009. Mm-hmm. I was I got booked as an extra for uh, a movie called Setup with uh, 50 Cent and Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. I had a buddy. I had a buddy, um, my man Robert. Shout out to my to my boy Robert Bunky in in Grand Rapids. He had contacted me and uh, let me know of an opportunity that was going on out there with that film. And uh, he gave me the information on how to, you know, register with whoever I needed to to get into. You know what I mean? He showed me how to the steps on uh, you know, getting with the agency and and getting it going. So. I signed up and I ended up getting picked for that gig. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up doing that first one. And it took him like, after you do your first one, it seems like you're ready for the movie to come out the next day. <laughs> waiting to see it, you know what I mean? Right. And I was an inmate in there, so I wasn't sure. It was so many other people that had the same, you know what I mean, gig. We were extra, so. Mm-hmm. Um you don't really know if you're going to make the footage. Right. So that's the, that's the, uh, the thrilling part about having a role as an extra in a movie. Mm-hmm. Cause you, you'll be there, you'll be on set, you'll do the scenes, but you never know if they're going to use it or not in the edits. If you make, mm-hmm. you, you don't know if you're going to make the edit or not. So this particular time, uh, my first time around, uh, I made a, clip in the movie it was it was you know kind of fast uh of course mm-hmm. but to me i was like oh there i go you know <laughs> <laughs> they turn around and be like who want my autograph now who wants yeah, a photo yeah, now who want my autograph? <laughs> yep and it was it was crazy because a lot of other people that know me n- noticed that little piece too mm. so i was getting a lot of feedback and a lot of a lot of people from college was contacting me like, yo, I know I'm not tripping. Did I just see you in that 50 cent movie? So that was pretty fun. That was that was my first uh that was my first gig that I got. And I just went on to, you know, keep going and you know, I landed other extra roles. Um I was I, I was on Empire. Yes, you were. I remember that distinctively. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they, they casted me as uh, Stone Parker, which was uh, Ness's Ness's br- dead brother on there. Mm-hmm. So I was on a poster, and they did like a whole memorial. Yep. So it was crazy. <laughs> and yep. it, now that you had that happen, there is there more projects that you got going in the future? Is there more that you want to do now that you, you know, done these projects? you want to elevate up to like a speaking role or a co-star role? This is, uh... yeah, I've had a couple of speaking roles, um, on some independent films. Mm-hmm. My goal is to get a speaking role on, of course, one of, you know, one of the feature ones that I've been extras for, you know what I mean? So, uh, closest I really got like that. I've, I've, I've done stand-in jobs for like, um, some of the actors I've been on, uh, I was a stand-in for Detroiters for one of the actors on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done quite a few different things, commercials and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I'd love to speak on a feature film one day. That'd be kind of lit. Right now, I'm on really, I'm on a couple independent ones on Tubi, uh, you know, stuff like that. So I'm right, you worked with 50 before. So 50, holla at your guy right here from, from the capital city. Put him in a little <laughs> speaking role in power. 
Just saying. You did? <laughs> I think you, I think you would do very well. And you know, don't, Definitely. don't, don't forget about us. <laughs> I try, I try for sure. <laughs> you have done uh, so much, like I said, that you are the voice of the capital city and to have somebody accomplish so much from a small town, uh, you know, for people to realize that small towns do matter and that, you know, people that are from them as we represent today uh, can do some amazing things. You have had numerous amount of events that you've been a part of or either hosted or co-hosted in the recent one, the 420 Music Festival with oh, some yeah. legendary uh, boxers that you and I have grew up with. Uh, talk about oh, the yeah. festival and uh, who was the uh, legendary boxers that you had the opportunity to chop it up with. The festival, the festival was a great turnout. Real chill vibe. Uh, mm -hmm. Everybody loved it. Uh, a lot of people um it was it was wild a lot of a lot of familiar faces in there a lot of legends in there i was able to run into uh mike tyson and tommy hearns hitman how hearns. was that how that was, was that especially mike mike tyson from the video clip that you put up he looked like he had a good old time yeah mike got on the stage had a great time with us um he was he was probably nothing like people <clears throat> would probably think mm -hmm. You know, he, he's chill. He likes to have fun. He seems like a big kid. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it was cool hanging around. It was cool hanging around him for those, for that moment. Um, Tommy Hearns, I ran into him on accident in the back, uh, backstage. He actually, uh, he needed some towels. He was looking hot. Like he was about to pass out. I was like, man, y'all good? Y'all okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, they needed some, they needed some towels or whatever. So I, I had, uh, scrammed and made that happen for him and got a photo with him, had a couple words with him. So uh, it was cool to meet Tommy Hearns too. That's pretty cool. Of all the events and things that you have done and you've been involved in, who is it? And I know them two are, you know, at the top of your list, but who have you met uh, that is well-known and is famous that people need to realize that they got, they need to have a different perspective about them because you know, you got the person that's so famous on TV and then people draw their conclusion from it until you meet them in real life. Um, yeah. Who is somebody else or someone else that you have have met, groups of people, music group, whoever, and they just seemed completely the opposite of what you envisioned? Mm. I don't know. I don't know, maybe maybe Chris Rock, but not because of it, but because of the total opposite, mm -hmm. probably Chris Rock. Um, every time I see Chris Rock on TV, that's the only place I've ever seen him. I never had any type of encounters with Chris Rock. Right. Anytime I've seen him on TV, even as a kid, he's doing some goofy stuff or he's laughing or he's clowning or joking or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I saw Chris Rock for the first time on accident. Well, yeah, on accident, because I didn't know he was going to be there at Rick Ross's um, Rather Me Than You album release party. Oh, OK. In New York a few years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, we were all just kind of mingling. Everybody was just there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I had my phone out and I had. Uh, and I had pulled it out and took a photo of Chris, you know what I mean? And he took he took the photo with me, but the whole time, I don't know if something was on his mind or what, but he was kind of like, 
he was sort of like stone faced the whole time. He wasn't that goofy, uh, funny person that day. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So me seeing him for the first time, I'm like, oh, Chris, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't like, you know, super goofy like that in right. person. So that might be um, a time that stuck out to me to where the person wasn't what I probably would expect them to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was a, that's a pretty good encounter. I, yeah. Again, I mean, just the, I think the, the, the big thing that I applaud you for, for everything that you have done for our city and our home state, again, giving the platform to those that, that just want that chance that, that no. wants, you know, their talents to be heard or to be seen or, you know, all the above and everything else. Who have you had uh, through Mitten Mayhem or through any of the events that had, you know, their moment in the sun and has taken their talents and gone beyond that you still keep in contact with? Oh, um, I've had a few artists come on there. It's, it's uh, doing their thing right now. Um, mm-hmm. Nisha Nache. Nisha Nache, uh, she's a Detroit artist. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she's based in, you know, I, I don't believe she's actually from, I think she's from Ypsilanti. Okay. She's from Ypsilanti. I don't want to, it's important. I don't want to get the cities, <laughs> you know, mixed up. That some, you know, they care a lot about that. <laughs> so, right, right. <laughs> anyway, Nisha Nache, um, she's doing pretty good. I think she's had a couple situations with some, with some, uh, with some major deals. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had Tone Tone. He's an artist from Detroit. He was signed with a uh, Convict Music, uh, you know, uh, Akon's label. Okay. Not too long ago. Uh, he has, he currently owns a restaurant in uh, Detroit called Tony Island. He's doing pretty good. Uh, Tone Tone was on there. Uh, what other artists do I got? I've had quite a bit of them, man. Uh, it's hard to just it's hard to drop them right offhand. If I would have, if I would have, you know what I mean? I, right. I could, if I had a list, I'd be able to bang them all out. But I've had, I've had quite a few um, artists on there that have, they're doing good things now. You got to feel good about it because you have been a part of it. Even if you, you think you've been a small part of it where you've given these artists an opportunity to showcase their talent. And the last yeah. question to you, um, you know, again, Lansing being a, a small town and there's so many great things about our city that I don't think people know. If you, if a person was to ask, you know, once you introduce yourself and they tell you, you know, what you say to them, I'm from Lansing, Michigan, well, Lansing, Michigan, what's Lansing, Michigan all about? Tell everybody the city that, you know, I'm from, I'm proud to be from, you're from, what Lansing, Michigan, what, it, what the city, what the capital city means to you. Lansing pretty the Lansing pretty much with me being here mm-hmm. and, me, and me growing up here, even getting away for some years, going to college and, and coming back. Um, Lansing really taught me how to be my own person. Um, you know, we're surrounded by bigger cities and other things going on. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of easy for people to latch on to things that are happening in other areas or in bigger areas. Mm -hmm. So that kind of 
that could possibly take away from your originality on a regular basis. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Wanting to be trendy with other things that are going on around you or in bigger places. I've never kind of been the person to do that. Like I've always, I've always kind of did almost the opposite of what everybody else was doing on purpose. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think Lansing is a, is a place to where you're going to see You're going to see a lot of things. Well, it's it's so wild around Lansing because you see. It, Lansing makes you not want to bump your head to, to find out, you know, what I mean, you see right. other stuff going on. You see other people. You grow up with people. You see their situations. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like. Lansing is a place where. The outside makes you do better for sure. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Do. Like, if you take that risk, yeah. Yeah, seeing what's around you and and outside of outside of what you really actually care about, the stuff that you really shake your head at mm-hmm. will make you want to just do better. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Sure. These people immediately when I tell them where I'm from, they're like, "Oh, okay, that's where you know Magic Johnson played at Michigan State. Obviously, the biggest name that came out of our city." And then you yeah. got you know Matthew Lillard. Yeah, and you got Matthew yeah. Lillard. I mean, I, who, yeah. I could drop names all day, you know. Oh what I'm yeah, saying? Matthew Lillard, just... who was uh, he was an actor who was in the Scooby Doo remake series. You got Al Horford, who went to Grand Ledge. Who's oh yeah, now, yeah, you yeah. know. We're doing that. Okay, yeah, we you got know what I'm saying? Folks. We went to Waverly. Yes. Um, I believe um, uh, Steven Seagal is from the area. I think Steven Seagal is mm-hmm. from like Mason. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else we got around here? Um. Uh, we got DJ Infamous. He's from Lansing. Yep, DJ Infamous. We got Curry Kane mm-hmm. from Lansing. Uh, a lot of legendary names um, coming out of here. You know, we got uh, the NBA stars. We got Vincent, and mm-hmm. we got uh. Yeah, we got Sam Vincent. Mm-hmm. Yep, we got Valentine Forbes. Yep. The list can. The list is. <laughs> There's a the, the list is very long. Um, it's it's huge. To, to it, us, it's to us is long. Like it is to be here. Like yeah. And we gotta add one more person to the list, and that's you, Ward. We gotta add Ooh. you to the list. We got to because, like I said, you're doing great things. And even though that you know, there was an opportunity when you, that radio station at Lansing Community College, you know, decided to sell and it went dark. You didn't stop what you were doing. You know, you, you oh, continued no. on with Mitten Mayhem and, you know, you are going to continue to make it work. You continue to do events. You continue to network. You continue to evolve the talents oh, yeah. that you Stay had. Very active. Yes, and you stayed very active and you was bringing along everybody else and giving them that platform to showcase their talent. So to you, okay. sir, I put your name on that list of people that are doing big things that are from, that represent the 51 city, the capital city of Lansing, I Michigan. That. I put your name on there because you continue to evolve and you continue to do amazing things and great things. And I'm so proud of you, of what you're doing. And I know that you are you. A, a representative of the city. You're an example for your kids. Uh, oh, yes. You're an example for the young generation that is coming up, that is watching you and everything that you're doing. So please tell the people that are listening and that are watching where they can connect on you on social media. Yeah, definitely connect with me on social media. Um, I'm sure we left a lot of parts out of this. I know I missed uh, quite a bit of things, uh, and you know, throughout the Listen, internet. the platform is yours. If you want to throw something extra in there. It's all good. <laughs> no, we're, we're definitely, we'll talk again for sure. Absolutely. You know, 
you know, you, it, you know, it's definitely on. Um, but y'all can follow me at War Skills. Uh, Facebook is War Beard. Um, anywhere else you can follow me at War Skills, W-A-R-D-S-K-I-L-L-Z. Um, you know, I pretty much post what I do every, you know, whenever. So, yeah, check me out on there. Um, I'm active. I'm out here. Uh, Mitten Mayhem Radio at gmail.com if you want to send me some music. Uh, everything go. else. Up and coming artists, listen up. Send your send your email, send your music, send your queries to there, and they'll definitely want to check it out and everything else. And what's the next up and coming event that's uh, happening in the capital August, city? August thirteen, we got Juicy J, Devin the Dude, um, and we're locking in some other artists. Ink, ink's drying on some other artists right now. It's the Smokers Ball at Adato Riverfront Park. So, um, it's this will be the next. Um, Cannabis-based festival, August 13th, Adato Riverfront Park, Juicy J. You feel me? So make sure y'all come out, because last 420 festival was, music festival was uh, very nice. Very nice. I really don't think y'all want to miss these. Yep, stay in the know. Get to get to follow, follow Ward, follow Mayhem yeah, Radio. Yeah, reach out to CEP Productions, for sure. Yes, yes. And, and stay in the know. And like I said, all you up and coming artists, make sure you connect with him for sure. Uh, he will uh, check out your music and then who knows, you may get a spotlight right there on Mid Mayhem Radio. Definitely. Yes, I'm moving around and, and I'm active. So um, outside of this, yeah, tap in with me and get with me. Inside and note, I'm wanting for, I'm, for uh, I'm, having me on here on this platform. This is nice. I like it. Oh, this. you are very welcome. And listen, I'm throwing another challenge out there. Hopefully, down the road soon, you become an author. I think you got a book Ooh. that's inside of you that needs to come out, sir. So I'm going to just throw that out you out there. So I'll be waiting within a year or two, Max. Mm. You can come out with a book, go on your little mini book tour. Make <laughs> sure you autograph mine. Oh, yeah. Stay down in history, as uh, Marisa Tigney told you. So right here on this show that uh, you should be writing a book. <laughs> no doubt. For sure. <laughs> oh, this was wonderful, Ward Beard. Thank you so Thanks much again. for coming thank on the you. podcast. You're welcome. And to everybody that was watching and listening, thank you so much for checking us out today. And as I always end the show, take care, stay safe. We out. Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at Lovely Marisa T, as well as Facebook on a social media page. Heard that with Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support.